everybody and welcome to the Business Partners COVID Relief Initiative podcast. My name is Khru Bimboya Arnold and I'm an actress, activist, serial social entrepreneur and of course a scholar. So I'm very excited to be part of this in collaboration with Business Partners. As a, a woman entrepreneur myself, I can stand in authority when I say that women entrepreneurs like the women we'll be speaking to in a couple of moments are dedicated to human capital, development, community building and job creation. Startups and SMMEs are the backbone of the South African economy. When we talk about COVID and lockdown and entrepreneurship, a number of words come into my mind immediately and they're not good. Trauma, stress, mental illness, emotional illness, financial loss, and the list continues. But despite the blows that COVID has dealt, entrepreneurs and women entrepreneurs especially, hearing their survival stories, hearing their recovery stories, hopefully inspires, motivates and encourages ordinary businesswomen just like you and me in similar situations and helps us how to navigate and recover in these tough economic times. So without further ado, my first guest on our podcast in collaboration with Business Partners Financial Solutions is the beautiful and I love where she's sitting. She's making me very hungry at the moment <laughs> because I can see that is home cooked food and love and soul food is Annaline Fanbeck. Good morning, Annaline. How are you? Good morning. I'm good. No complaints. I, I spoke a bit about the background. Who are you yeah. and where are you? <laughs> I am Annaline Van Wyk. I'm from the Northern Cape in the Namakwa district. So we are based in Springbok, the capital town here around. So, uh, yeah, my birth town is just around the corner, around about 17 kilometers from here. It's Nababib. The Oakip Copper Mine Town. So I was born there, but yeah, now I'm in Springbok. So the business is in Springbok. So Annaline, you are one of the business partners, payment relief beneficiaries, recipients. You can interchange those um, adjectives as we please. Yeah. yeah. Tell us a little bit about you first. Let's let's create a story. Your about, love for yeah. hospitality. Did you jump into that or was it a calling? Tell us a little bit more about the hospitality industry and where you're at at the moment. When I was 16, my mother passed away, so I had to go work. And when you start working, you have to decide what are you going to do? You're going to work or go back to school? That was a challenge for me. So to be honest, I only had grade nine, which mean in our time, it was standard seven. So I wanted to go back to school, but see, no, you know, I have to survive and uh, I have to make a plan. And I was going all the way in my uh, life, working uh, at a wholesaler as, as a shelf packer, starting there, move on, became a cashier, became a chief cashier, became a assistant accountant. And later I decided to open a florist. So 
there the florist, I said, no, man, you better go work for a boss. You are not a businesswoman. And I think I made a huge mistake there. Because one of my colleagues said one day to me, you know what, you're in the wrong profession. You had to go in the hospitality industry. And I said to myself, no, you know what, I'm okay with my job now. Leave me where I am. And at that time, I don't even know what's the word hospitality means because we're fully Afrikaans. And I go ask my sister and she said to me, you know what, it's this and this and that. I said, okay, now I understand. So from that job where I was at Alex Corps at that time, I decided to come home because I wanted to be at home in Springbok. So I got a job, a part-time job, and when my contract ended, I was actually starting again by saying I want to go to into business. Let me start. It's the only way because with my grade nine, I will never have a job. They want matric now. So you better see what you can do. So I decided, okay, uh, let's do the flowers again. And uh, one day there was a guy walking in there and uh, the actually the owner of that building. And he said to me, I've got a few other buildings you can rent. Are you interested? I said, uh, what do you have? And he mentioned a fish shop and, and uh, other places. I said, no, you know, if you give me your house, I will make it a guest house. He said, really? Wow. Why are you waiting? I can give you one now. I was like, oh, my word. Yeah, come look. Okay, well, in a week or two. We went there and we saw the building, but I was not really interested because it was not what I wanted. But when I walk over the doorstep Mm. and I walk into the building, I saw, no, this is it. This is what I want. This is what I can give a try. And hopefully it will work. Yes. So from from there... Love at first sight. Yeah, love at first sight. So from there, we we just go. And I said to my husband, you know, if we don't try, we would never know. So we went uh, on that one for three years because we have the option to buy that place. We rent with the option to buy. And nowhere there was money to be found. Nowhere. I was applying all over, all the banks I can. Let's stop you right there because I can see there's a plus and a (laughs) twist to your story. And that's, I'm sure, where your relationship with Business Partners Limited began. And one thing I do know for you, they are very much relational. And I know you can affirm that. And what I know, and correct me if I'm wrong, about Business Partners Limited Obviously, they love financing established entrepreneurs or really bring out entrepreneurs with a high potential and high ambition. And I think that's testimony of your story and who you are. And their mantra is over 40 years in the game. Tell us about your relationship with Business Partners Limited. The day when I actually was very depressed and couldn't get money. I said to my husband, you know what? This, this place is pushing me now. Let's, let's just 
go out somewhere. I just want to go into town. Just take me out. And he took me down to Springbok in the main road. We drove there. And I saw a friend of mine. And we followed him because I want to speak to him. And while I was sitting in front of the place where he went to, I was now looking at all these small places that's around there. And I look, business partners. And I said to myself, just just go in there. Just go and hear what they have to say. At that stage, the owner don't want to sell even anymore. So I go there and I ask the lady there, listen, what is the problem? Why don't you help me to get hold of that place? I want to buy it desperately. She said, no, man, I thought it's yours because I can see when I drove by uh, around there, uh, it's busy there. I said, no, it's not mine yet. She said, okay. And I tell her my story about not getting finance. And she said to me, I don't promise you anything. Go into the conference room. We have a seat if you want to talk business. I said, I don't have anything with me. I can't talk business, but let's let's talk. And she went with me in the conference room and she said, okay, Annalyn, because she knows me. Uh, what can you tell me? I said, I've got everything. I I have it because I send it to all other places who didn't want to help me. Absolutely. She said, okay, if Absolutely. that's the way, send it to me. Let's see. We can take a chance. Yeah. I was now like, it's, it's too easy. It's totally mm. too easy. But... I went, I came back at four o'clock. I remember that time, four o'clock that afternoon. I pressed the buttons and I sent documents. I sent everything to her and I said, okay, here's my stuff. And I sent it to her and I, I think it's around about a week later or, or in, just in the next week. Um, I had a call from her boss. He wanted to come see me. I was like, really? Isn't it too fast? What happened now? What is going on now? And we had a talk. He said to me, he's telling me this and that. And I, I said, Niaman, it can't be. Business partners was calling me. And um, then he came eventually after two weeks. to. So that was then. So let's fast track it. Uh, 2020, 2021. Yeah. So you're in the midst of COVID. Obviously, you're in the hospitality industry, the tourism industry, which was one of the hardest hit, I think, from lockdown and from COVID. How badly were you hit? How did you manage to deal and cope with those kind of pressures? Because the story you told us, was the initial relationship, which was great, which was a surprise, yeah. which obviously led to a smoother transition and a smoother uh, relationship with business partners in this current point in time, in this current yeah. state of economic stress. What were your COVID pressures during lockdown in the hospitality industry? What happened there was when they put us on that level five, It's basically you in a jail. There's nothing you can do. What can you do? So I I made a call. I made a call to uh, the manager in Uppington, the business manager. He said to me, don't worry. 
there will be a solution. We will be there to help. I don't know what, but there will be plans in place. And uh, they mention now what will be via TV and everywhere, what will be the solutions. So I was actually late for the first yep. solution. And I was worried okay. now because it's the three months is passing and I don't, I don't know what to do. And he called me yeah. and he said to me, you know what? See that you didn't apply for the first one in time. We have basically the same yes. as the first that we can give to you. Yes. Uh, I was like, oh, okay. There is a solution. And uh, then he come up with, you qualify for this amount. And I was applying all over, Wonderful. but nobody helped me. It was just the business partner and the church that was helping me through this for the COVID period. Annaline, how did the payment relief help you turn around the effects of the pandemic? You know, when you, when you are at the point where you say, I think I must close my doors and someone come up yeah. with this solution. To be honest, that was a blow away for me. And I was thinking about where else will I get money? But that was basically more than enough that I needed. And I put it in every single corner that was at that time a problem. So each one had a piece and that money was even keeping me from the negative thought of selling my business. Absolutely. Do you think yeah. your business would have survived during lockdown or, uh, or still survived even in these uh, crazy times without the payment relief initiative from business partners? I don't think so mm. because we had actually restructured so many things that even what we have done in the past, like functions and all those things, we have taken it for now away. So that was also a very nice yes. income for us. So it's not there anymore. How can I survive? There's no way. So when that money comes and I do the necessary, I did what I could. It was, yeah. it was overwhelmed that I actually mentioned that it goes better now than in the past. <laughs> So I, I, yeah, it's like I cut a lot, I put aside yes. a lot, but the relief make it for me realize you can do just this far. You, you can't yes. do more because if I have got more money from other institutions, I would have cut myself. It wouldn't have worked. What I received from business partners was the perfect sum of amount and was yeah. just enough to cover what I needed. To do what you needed to do. Absolutely. Annalene, yes. yeah. so it looks your energy and you're just your calm spirit and there's still the beautiful dining room of your guest yeah. house says that you're good for now while we're still in the pandemic. How far yeah. 
will this attitude last in the future? Is it, is it sustainable how you're feeling and how you're doing uh, for a post-COVID world, may we call it? That's a great question. It's a good question. To be honest, I don't want to be negative. Yes, I understand um, that. For me, I still look forward to a lot. And there's still a lot to do. And there is, yeah, still ups and downs. I know. But I still pray, not only for myself, for all businesses that was going down now in these times, that it will eventually get to each and every one that you can't lose hope. You must move. Yeah. And for me, it's hard to tell somebody, I can't pay you. I would try my best. Yeah. And so far, I can say for now, yes, we, we will cope. We can cope under the circumstances. <laughs> and uh, I think I am now at the stage where I was last year this time, where I'm starting to get positive again because it's the season time. The only thing is, will it happen? We don't know. Yeah. yeah. We don't know. You know, you basically just summed up my closing question to you. But before that, I just personally want to thank you as a fellow woman entrepreneur. But it's hard to stay optimistic. It's okay sometimes not to be okay. But as you said, it's hard to not be able to pay your people. It's hard to not to be able to pay yourself. It's not an yeah. option not to feed our families, Annalyn. Yes. So yes. thank you for being so frank and so humble and honest in our conversation. I can see that uh, Business Partners Limited has really given you more than a financial springboard. It's actually given you a place to calm the self <laughs> so that you can yeah. be good for your yes. own business. And I really yes. appreciate those insights. But on a final note, Annalene, don't forget to invite me for breakfast. (laughs) I'm not going to let that go. I've seen your dining hall. (laughs) And apparently Namakulan breakfasts are the best. Yeah, sure. But in closing, Annalene, I think Mm -hmm. your final words of wisdom and encouragement and insight to entrepreneurs, but most especially, I'm a fanatic for women entrepreneurs, who are listening to this and are going through the same or similar experience to you, your final words? My final words would be for each and everyone outside, be it be a woman, a youth, that's now going into business all the time, don't give up. Don't give up. As I say, I was there where nobody, I actually said nobody wanted to help me, but it's not true. You never know. Go to business partners. They will tell you what you need. If you can bring that forward, they will even tell you, go back and bring me this or that. They will go and walk with you the extra mile till the end. So go. Don't give up. That's what I can say. 
and all the best for everyone. Thank you so much, so much beauty and light and grace. And that is Annalene van Veek. One thing I can say about her, you do have a calling for hospitality. You've seen and done it all, but not afraid to learn and grow in your entrepreneurial journey. Thank you so much for a beautiful testimony of your relationship between yourself during these really tough times and prior to that with business Partners Limited. You are a star. Keep shining. And thank you so much I for a wonderful conversation. <laughs> Take Thanks. care, Annalene van Veek. From me, Khubimboya Arnold, thank you so much for tuning in and listening in. If you would like to find out more about the business partners, business finance solutions, please visit businesspartners.co.za. Take care, everybody. Stay safe.